Do you want to transform your website into a client attracting machine? Yeah, me too. If that sounds like something that you also want to learn about, stick around because my guest today is sharing all about websites and how to make them most effective. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Jen Vasquez, a Pinterest marketing strategist who brings in experts on all marketing subjects so that you can take your take action and grow your business. If that sounds like something you're interested in, please definitely subscribe so that you're notified when we release each of these interviews. Today, I am so excited to be chatting with Jenny Bellinger of Jenny B Designs. Jenny Bellinger is the CEO and creative director of Jenny B Designs, a website design studio. She helps entrepreneurs and small business build websites that communicate and connect with visitors and attract their ideal clients. With a background in nonprofit and corporate marketing and communications, she has been designing websites for over 20 years. Jenny understands that building a brand and a website can be super overwhelming. She strives to simplify that process so that busy entrepreneurs can be proud of their online presence, land more clients, and get back to business. She lives in Massachusetts with her husband and two kids and a dog and is addicted to her Peloton. I think I'm addicted to my TV, but that's all good. <laughs> Welcome, Jenny Bellinger. Yay! Oh, thank you, Jen. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm just so excited to have you here selfishly. Um, each of my marketing guests um, on this YouTube or podcast are really what I want to work on. So <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. Um, I really always love and so and I hear from my listeners all the time that they love to hear origin stories. So to get started, tell me about your business and how you got started. Okay, well, you know, you you uh, said it very well. I, I'm a web design studio and I work with female entrepreneurs just like me who just kind of are ready to up level everything and make sure they have a beautiful online presence that works for them 24 seven. So my story, like you said it, I've been designing websites for over 20 years. I, I first learned to design, I was um, living abroad in London. This is back before they had blogs, blogs were a thing, and you had to go to the, the email cafe to like send emails. Yes. And so I wanted to like, instead of sending all these emails every day, I wanted to have a way that all my friends and relatives could learn about my journeys and my travels. And so I started building a website just to share my pictures and my stories. And that's how I learned. It was like coding back then. And that's, oh where yes. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was crazy. And um, I did that and that's really how I learned. And I worked in the nonprofit world. So I'm sure some of your listeners may have had a background in the nonprofit uh, field, but when you work there, 
you kind of do everything. You wear a lot of hats. You have, um, you know, fewer staff members. So you gotta gotta learn how to do everything. So that's where I took my web design to the next level. Learn web design, email marketing, um, and I started to kind of work with other nonprofits just as a side business, helping them grow and build websites for their businesses. And this was like, you know, for a number of years until I had my son. When I had my son, didn't want to work full time. I just wanted to do my own thing. And I really love designing. So I said, I'm going to focus on this and make it my my business. And that's that's when I did. And, and that's where it transitioned to be Jenny B Designs. And um, I've been working with in the beginning, a lot of nonprofits and small businesses, but sure, it, it, sure. it changes to the female entrepreneurs. And that's where I've been for the past few years. And I just I love that space. It's just, it's just brings me joy every day with my clients. So, so good. I, I, I remember doing a bit of HTML yeah. a billion years ago, and I, it still helps me today when I'm trying to center something, I'll literally do the bracket center bracket and like to make sure something gets centered little tricks that um, I hatefully learned a million years ago have still helped me today. So I can't complain. Um, I, I always talk to you know, my Pinterest management clients about how I can drive traffic from Pinterest to their website, but to convert into clients, you need a website that converts. So can you share some top tips for a money-making website that connects visitors, but ultimately ends up helping to book clients? Yeah, absolutely. So First of all, I just want to say that I love, and the fact that you understand and you teach this, you know, social media, Pinterest, all of these are marketing tools, right? But you're driving people to your website. That's yeah. where the work happens and that's where you convert them. So I think, you know, the top thing is whichever page, if it's your home or a sales page that they're landing on, I think that, you know, people have short attention spans. You have less than oh. seconds to capture their attention. Right there, when they land on the page, you know, it needs to be immediately clear who you are, what you do, how you help them, and that call to action, what you want them to do. You've got to drive them through their journey because without anything, you know, if people land there, they don't know how to take the next step with you, that beautiful traffic they've got from Pinterest is kind of wasted. So that's like the most important thing, I think, that you can have on your landing page on your website. For sure. Yeah, I've heard that you want like all of that's above the fold, like you, like you said, right at the top that you don't want people to have to scroll to be able to take action. Correct. Absolutely. And clear and concise, like don't get crazy. Just make it very simple. <laughs> people write books. Sometimes I, I will admit I'm a total skimmer. And so if I don't have like big letters telling me out of all the little letters telling me what's going on and a big button I'm usually off the website. So that's great. You got me on your website, but if you can't make it very simple and very quick to immediately know what's going on and what is it? How many, how many seconds do we have to attract people's attention? Less than three, you know, oh it's getting my shorter, gosh, it it's getting shorter and shorter every day. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It used to be five seconds. Now three yeah. seconds, like yeah. three seconds. That is that is really short period of time. So if nothing else today that you learn that you need to make it understandable in three seconds, great tip. Um, if our listeners have, let's say five minutes, 
what could they implement and what would make a giant impact on the, their conversion rate? I think the biggest thing is understanding the overall goal of your website, right? Like, what do you want them to do? And then ensuring that every page on your website has calls to action to drive people to that goal. So, you know, if it's a service provider and you want people to book a consult call with you, look through your, at least your homepage, if not a few more, like your services page and look and make sure that there's that call to action a button where there should be, you know, placed under each section so that you're driving people to make that call. Because sometimes, multiple you know, buttons. multiple, because you can have a whole page with text. And if you don't have those buttons, people aren't going to know what to do. And you want to drive them to that goal and, and, and get those clients in the door. I also heard that like, you want to make sure you have one at the very end, even if you have several through the page, because there's a lot of people that just immediately scroll to the bottom to find out like the bottom line. Yes, absolutely. I do all my designs. I do a beautiful call to action at the bottom and with that main goal, because it's so important. And I do it too. I just scroll to the bottom and then you see, okay, that's what they want me to do. (laughs) Another thing that I tell my clients and tell me if I'm correct or if I should sort of change what I'm saying to my clients is, um, especially with Pinterest, when um, we're driving people to a blog, as an example, I tell my clients, always, always, always have your call to action on every single blog post. Because unlike people are not necessarily these days going to click to your homepage and click to your about page and click if they're interested, you want to get them to click right away. Absolutely. hundred percent. You know, as you're building out your website, that, that blog post template, if you can have a call to action section at the bottom, it just appears, right? And then the sidebar, people tend to forget about the sidebar, mm-hmm. but, and it like, I'll be honest, I don't love it for design, like aesthetic. It's not the best, but it converts because it's on every single post page. And if someone is entering your website there and you have what you want them to do on that sidebar, you know, it's there, you know, that they're going to see it and it's not forgotten. I am really big on taking action. Like no matter what you learn, no matter where you learn it on YouTube, on a podcast, in an education setting, um, always, always, always take your top one or two, three, even things that you want to do and actually put it in your calendar to like make that happen. Um, I am actually taking my first action item from this podcast because I don't have, I have, I think my Pinterest account and maybe Instagram on that sidebar, but I don't have a call to action, which is to schedule a consultation. And so I'm going to put that right at the top on all the, on the sidebar that just automatically appears that will probably help my conversions a whole lot. Yeah. Or <laughs> so your freebie you. or your freebie. Yes. You oh, know? yes. Yes. To get them on yes. your email list. Cause they may not take action action, but they may want something free. Um, great. That is literally an action. Um, my VA will take that note for me. Uh, what, (laughs) what do you think is the number one mistake that service providers make when they're designing a website? I think it relates to the goal of your website, not Mm. keeping that in mind. So understanding what that goal is and then designing your website based on that goal and not truly investing in 
the design aspect of your website. It, it's important. You want, when someone lands on your website, you want to convey, you know, a feeling of your brand. You want to attract those who you know you want to work with and repel those who won't. And so focusing on the actual design and the aesthetic, as well as the strategy, kind of marrying the two is really important. So when you say a strategy, right, like all people are going to say, I want people to immediately work with me, but there, there could be strategies outside of that. So what exactly would a strategy be for a website? If you can give me an an example. So I'll talk about um, a service-based business. What is the first step uh, to work with you? What is the first step in your funnel? Are you trying to book consult calls or Mm. do you have a course right? What is the overall goal of your website? You can have multiple goals, but there needs to be a singular goal at the top that you're driving people to. And it can change, you know, it could change based on time, you know, maybe for the first quarter, you really want to get some sales for your course. So understanding that that's your main goal, and then building the website to reflect that, making sure that, you know, your testimonials, if you have testimonials, reflect the people who've worked with you in the course. And if you have a little about section, you know, making sure that's tailored to why you created the course and things like that. And then having that call to action to get people to to go into the course and buy it. I I would love to find out from you also. um, I know a lot of us say like on our website or even our about page, but oftentimes I see on our website, people are saying things like, um, mom of four, three dogs, a bearded dragon, love, you know, real estate, love to travel, or I can help you do this and I can help you do that. How would somebody sort of change that up to be more effective? I think when you think about your about page, for example, it's really not about you. It's really (laughs) about the, 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 the customer, the client that you're trying to work with talking about how you know them best and why you're best to solve their problems. So you got to kind of spin it in reverse. I like to have kind of an intro about why you got into what you did and and how you can help others because of your journey. And then, you know, you mentioned like the little fun facts. I love that is its own section, kind of like sharing a little bit about you because that brings in personality. But above that, it needs to kind of be about why you are best to help your clients. Yeah. Like, like even for like the main website homepage, it really should be the problem that you solve versus you, (laughs) right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I believe that websites should really, as you had mentioned, even attract your ideal clients, but repel others. Right. And I know, especially new business owners, we want everyone But there are clients that you don't want, right? So how -hmm. can people attract their ideal client with a website? Like how can they attract people, their ideal client? The first thing I would say is your branding, okay? Understanding and creating a visual identity. So your logos, your colors, your font, right? They are kind of like coming up with your own personal style. That's going to appeal to some and not to others. And then the second thing would be your copy. So thinking about, creating really copy that speaks to your ideal client, those who you want to work with. And when someone reads that and they're not your ideal client, they'll definitely say, oh, you know what? This isn't the right fit. 
sharing things like your values and and what's important Mm. to you as a business owner and just really understanding, you know, what you're putting out there because when someone reads it, you you really want it to repel the people you don't want to work with and attract those that you do. That is really good. Um, Okay. So if someone is newer in business and they can't afford to hire you as an example, um, what are some tips that you think that they should you know, really focus on, on their website. Like I know a lot of people will be like, okay, I'm going to have a homepage. I'm going to have about page. I'm going to have this page. I'm going to have this page and I'm going to this page. Like where should they start? And what are some tips if they're designing their own website? I think if they're designing their own website, which, you know, when you start out in business, sometimes you, you, most times you can't afford to hire someone and that's okay. Cause usually that's when the time when you're figuring out what it is you do and who exactly you want to work with. I always suggest a builder like Squarespace is a really nice place to start. They have templates. It's very easy to use. And if you're kind of doing it yourself, that's a great starting place. And then the first thing you want to do is understand that goal. Like, why do you have this website? What is the point of it? I said that before, that's the most important thing. So if it's to book calls, you want to make sure that you're leading people to your calendar, your online scheduling tool. And thinking about what pages you need, I like to say, don't get overwhelmed. Maybe you just have a single homepage, a single landing page, and a contact page that directs people to book that call with you. Start small, and then you can always expand. The services page is an important page if you're going to get really specific about your service that you offer. If you have some details, you want to share your process. So that would be the second page that I think would be really important to focus on talking about your process and how you can help your client solve their problem. And then of course, getting to work with you. So I guess my, my response would be start small. Don't, don't get overwhelmed. Just start small and make sure that you're having people take action on where you want to lead them to. That's really good. Another thing that just popped up into my head was um, there's a lot of differing beliefs on what should be on that contact page. In other words, should you just have a form? Should you have some copy that that encourages them to fill out the form? Should you also include your email address for people that don't want to fill out a form? Like, what is your advice on that? I think if you would like people to, if you have a booking system Mm -hmm. and you want to get those consults, I think that you should either have it embedded on that page or have a Mm -hmm. button that links to it that opens in a a second window. You want to open that in a new tab. And then a form is important um, with a little greeting above it. I always say like, put like, we'll get back to you in 24 hours or I, I look forward to hearing from you. And then it's always important to include your email address. You know, it's nothing is more frustrating than going to a website that you can't find the email for. So if you, if you don't want to have it top and center, you can put it at the bottom, but it's definitely important to have that email. And then I always like to say, have a picture on the contact page because that's where people are deciding if they want to get in contact with you or not. And it's really nice to have a smiling face and you saying, I'd love to hear from you. And then you're more likely to get inquiries that way. That is, that is so good. I have not heard anybody say that about website design. That is really, really good. Um, Okay. So what, I'm just curious. I always like to ask my guests this, what three things have helped you to grow your business? It could be tools. It could be advice. It could be 
people. It could be whatever. What are three things that have helped you to grow your business? Okay. So you're going to know that the first, the first thing I'm going to say is my website. Like that is what has helped me so much. I think it's so important. It works for you 24 seven. There's no better feeling when you're on vacation and like you come back and you just have console calls booked because you knew your website did your job. So that's really important to me. And then the second thing I think would be my support system, Mm -hmm. uh, finding a coach and meeting others like myself and just having a kind of a mastermind community that I can talk to that understand like versus my friends that understand, you know, everything that's happening in the online business world and they get it and, and we can bounce ideas off of each other. That's been important, especially having a small team, you know, you're by yourself a lot. I was going to say, especially as an entrepreneur, it is very, it can be very lonely if you aren't, if you don't have groups that you can go and, and chat with, you know, work friends there. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. And then I guess the third thing would be um, understanding when I need to take a break and like doing it. Um, that's been really important. That's like very, very hard for me. You know, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs are just go, go, go and want to do all the things, but sometimes you just need to stop and just take a little break, a breather. And then when you come back to it, you feel so much better when something's going wrong. I'm like, I need to like stop and just take a breath and then I'll, I'll come back. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Whenever I'm super frustrated with something that I'm working on, mm-hmm. It is almost always like mental overwhelm. Like I need to go physically take a walk or do something physical or maybe eat because <laughs> I forget sometimes when I'm working. Um, so that is really, really brilliant advice. Well, before we get to the gift that Jenny has offered, I would love Jenny for you to share with our audience, tell everyone what services that you provide because uh, oftentimes when you're listening on a podcast, you're thinking, oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And guess what? I need to do a website right now. So tell me a little bit about your services. Sure. So I offer a full um, web design, which includes branding, copywriting, and web design. Or if you have- copywriting too. Yeah, the whole thing. Because a lot of times you just kind of want to start over. So I offer all of it. Or if you are all set with your copy and your branding and you just want a new website, I, I do that as well. And then for the smaller entrepreneur who's not quite there yet, maybe they did their own site, I offer strategy calls and we can go through your site and get really clear on some changes that you can make yourself that will make a huge difference in converting those visitors to clients. So those would be the the three ways to work with me. That is super, super smart. I feel like sometimes people just, you know, need that like someone else to look at their website who's an expert and give advice on what changes to make. So that's a nice entry point, I would imagine, into your business as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jenny, I'm very excited, is offering a gift for all our listeners and it's free secrets to money making. So tell everyone what's in there. So it's a, um, a series that I share a video tips, six ways that you can improve your homepage to make more money with it. And then I have a little download. So it talks about some of the things that we chatted about today and a few ways that you can make changes and implement those and see, see a big difference in your conversion. 
Amazing. I make sure that that link as well as all the other links are in are down below. So you guys can definitely snag those for sure. Um, I, I just want to thank you so much. Your valuable advice and of course your time because time is money. Um, I really appreciate you showing up and just helping out with our audience on all things website. What is the best way to get in contact with you in case anybody wants to take this conversation? further. Oh, I love um, to chat on Instagram. I love being there. It's so aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> so the Jenny B designs, I'm over there and shoot me a DM and, I, and I'd be happy to chat. Amazing. So if you guys have found some ideas or some tips to implement into your business, then we'd love to have a review. We're working on our reviews like everyone else's. Um, but more importantly, take whatever you have learned today. First of all, go snag that gift, but take whatever you've learned today, put it on your calendar to implement what you learned so that your business actually is better, not just you getting educated. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.